Hello, beautiful listeners of In Bed. This is Sue Storm, your host of yet another In Bed with Dr. Sue. And can you stand it? We are officially in our 10th year. So, thank you for listening all these years. I hope you've learned something, and honestly, I'm hoping you're a bit more tolerant of what someone else might find erotic. And here's to another 10 years. And while I'm on the topic of learning things, this show is quite honestly one of the more bizarre sexual practices that I've heard of in my decades of doing this work, whether in therapy or as a dominatrix, so that should tell you where we're heading, because it takes a lot to get me to go, holy shit. But you'll actually hear me say that, I think at least once. I am discussing with you the white boy pussy free cult tonight. And some of you may think that using the word cult is really strong. You'll soon hear that my interpretation is actually pretty damn accurate. But, as usual, you draw your own conclusions. I'm just here to shine a light on it and give you my two cents worth, which I'll do after my interview with Stephen that you're about to hear. Stephen approached me after having found this group on Discord and Twitter because he found it fascinating how quickly he caved to the indoctrination. When I heard the techniques used to recruit these men, and how fast they worked, I was beyond intrigued. What you're about to hear is classic cult grooming, the same grooming used by religious organizations and extremist groups for decades. I'll be right back after this word from Ms. Amelia Divine. It is risky to be a sissy, especially when you need training, guidance, and friendships. Putting on a bonnet and a diaper can get you banned from certain adult sites, and I won't even mention how hardly anyone takes a cross-dresser seriously. Finding a true sissy dom who cares about what you need on your sissy path is rare, almost impossible. Being able to connect with other like-minded sissies is, again, rare and almost impossible. Until now. DivineSissyTraining.com is a membership site run by the sissy whisperer herself, Miss Amelia Divine. DivineSissyTraining.com offers exclusive audios, videos, and tasks monthly to all members. Not only will you receive training on your level, but you will also be connected with other sissies, ABDLs, and cross-dressers through forums, personal profiles, and more. DivineSissyTraining.com's billing process is non-reoccurring, so you are in charge of making the conscious choice of continuing your Divine Sissy Training. DivineSissyTraining.com Join today for your one-week trial membership. Then, make the choice to commit to your sissy path or remain a lowly little beta bitch. Just a quick heads up. You are going to hear at times my voice distorted in this interview because I'm trying to protect Stephen's privacy. So anywhere that we talked over one another, I also distorted my voice on that. So if you wonder why suddenly I'm distorted and then I'm not, now you know why. I take privacy very, very, 
very seriously. I want to introduce all of you to Stephen. And Stephen is obviously not his real name. You're not going to, I'm going to be distorting his voice. Because for obvious reasons, he needs to be very careful with letting the information that he's about to let out, out. Not because it's nefarious or anything, but simply because this is personal and it's kind of interesting. It's kind of interesting and it's odd. Let's put it that way. I'll put it as odd. And Stephen has a really interesting story for you guys. So what I want to start with first, Stephen, if you don't mind, first of all, thank you for being here. Mm-hmm. Happy to be here. Well, sort of. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. So Stephen, first of all, what I want you to do is I would like for you to do a little bit of a bio. So you are a successful man. You're a married man, right? That is correct. Yes. Okay. You are a business success, correct? That is also true. Right. And why am I pointing this out? I'm pointing this out because a lot of people think that submission equals stupid. And I want you to see that Stephen is a very well-educated man, which you are, right? I have a degree from a, a very good, prestigious college, and I mm -hmm. am. And you're married? I am married. Okay. Do you have sex with your wife a lot? We have sex, not a lot. I have a higher sex drive than her, um, mm -hmm. and we've been married over 10 years and you're and, like what early 50s right uh yes just that um we've had a an agreement uh an actual agreed to agreement for a long time that when i didn't get what i needed from her i could get it via jerking off okay but not i mean you're not free to go roaming and fucking whoever you want no no right. not at all okay so, but you are allowed to watch porn and you're allowed to jerk off and you're allowed to do whatever it is as long as it's solo, right? That's right. Okay. Does she bug you for sex very often? No. Um, sometimes. Uh, mostly. Is it you more than her? Like, is it yes. you going to her? Yes. So do you think that if you said, if you pulled the plug and just never bothered her, would she ever bother you for sex? Yes, I think she would. Um, partially, I think she would be concerned. So it's not so much desire as it is, uh-oh, he's not getting sex. Where is he getting it from? I think it's more that than there is desire, but it, it just takes a while to build. Would you say that your sex life isn't that great in your personal view? Yeah, um, that's fair. It's a fair assessment. Okay. And how long, like when you first got together, were you guys, you know, banging like bunnies? <laughs> we were, yeah. Um, there was, you know, it was new and it was fun. Mm -hmm. But um, we've been together a long time and we're very comfortable with each other. I don't, I don't want it to make it sound like we don't, um, like intimacy but it's well no you're best friends right yes your best buddies you guys get along everything's terrific it's just your sex life went down the toilet do you think that it like was there something 
Did you start to notice it slipping away from you during a certain time? Like, did you have kids and then all of a sudden the sex just started going out the window, that kind of a thing? Without getting into too much detail, yeah, over time. it. Um, so it not unlike anybody else's marriage. Like, there wasn't anything gra- like huge that happened. It was just a gradual drifting away. Yes, that's right. Okay. Were you guys always compatible sexually? Uh, I would uh, have thought so until about a month ago. So for everybody, just did, so for those of you listening in, this is very new for him. This is why this is very scary. So what we're discussing is so brand new for him, it's crazy. And yes, there's another element that we will not be getting into because you don't need to know about it. But it just adds to the anxiety. You'll have to bear with him because he's, rightfully so, this is pretty overwhelming. So how often would you say, prior to a month ago, how often would you say you were jerking off to porn? Um, Every day, maybe. Um, Okay, so you watch porn every single day? Um, Close to it. Obviously, there are times when it's not feasible so i don't but primarily you would say you you try and get in a little porn watching every day and you try to rub one out every day <laughs> yes okay okay so you're watching porn every day that is not healthy um you're watching porn would you say it was just regular old straight porn yeah there were variations to it i mean if you watch porn as long as i have you kind of dabble, you know, mm-hmm. some, some femdom, some group sex, mm-hmm. things like that. Okay. So you have kind of strayed a little bit just to see what stuff is like. Yeah. You never know what the mood strikes. Okay. How is it that you essentially tripped over this pussy free white boy movement if you will we keep calling it a movement because i don't know what else to call it when, um, like how did you find it was it a, li- a typical i'm watching porn oh look that looks kind of interesting let's go over here so uh i guess right around a month ago i was looking at porn and i found uh, a video from blacked and apparently it's pretty famous. It's three cute blondes and three really, you know, well-hung black guys um, having sex. And I'd seen, you know, BBC porn before. Mm-hmm. Um, and in my mind, it's kind of like, um, it's like when you watch professional football, you want to see athletes at the, yeah, you want to see everybody at their prom. I've said that too. It's like people in swinging. I don't know. I'm sorry. I hate to say this to you guys, but everybody in swinging, it, they're not pretty. It's like you want to see pretty, really pretty people. I get, I totally get that. So when you're looking at a guy, you want him to be like, whoa, like cut and hung and. And the girls enjoying it. And then the, you know. Totally. Um, I, I, I like women who are my age too. This is not. Um, it's not so. Yeah, you're not doing the whole little snow bunny 18-year-old bimbat thing. No, that just doesn't doesn't do anything for me. But I enjoyed that video. Um, mm-hmm. 
and I, I have a throwaway account on Twitter because, you know, again, Twitter's a fun place to see uh, some porn. Mm -hmm. So I, I followed Blacked and, um, you know, I started in my feed, started getting a lot of uh, gifts of, you know, pretty hot stuff between, you know, white girls and, and well-hung black guys. Before you keep going with that, what did you think of BBC porn before? Like when you, because you said you'd seen the odd BBC porn before. What did you think about it then? I enjoyed it. It mm -hmm. was, again, like, you know, you're seeing fit people in their prime. So that's kind of how I, I viewed it. I didn't, never really wanted to see any stuff with, you know, violence or anything in it. So, mm -hmm. you know, it was mainly things like that. And then I like women of my age. And so there's a lot of, you know, you'll see that sometimes in the amateur stuff that is like a woman with a, a black guy. Um, so, but it wasn't something that I was exclusive to. Right. Like what my point is you saw it before and it never was something that you went flying down a rabbit hole. Right. No, it was, it worked. It was just not any different than anything else. So what made this different? Well, the, the, the gifts, they were short and they were, you know, they were fun to look at. Um, and then there started to be people who, you know, I would retreat them and people would follow me. And I just started talking to a few of them in DMs and, one of them invited me to uh, a discord server for um it doesn't matter what it is there's a bunch mm -hmm. i have found out so invited me to a, a pussy free white boy discord server and i went ahead I, I told him i wasn't pussy free he said it didn't matter that the gifts i liked that there would be just a ton more of them there what is it that pushed you this time that didn't push you before? Well, I just, I liked the gifts. I liked the images. And and this you know, was all on Blacked? Uh-huh. Okay. Well, Blacked and, and then the people who followed it. So you kind of, it kind of morphed from Blacked on out when you got the fake Twitter and the, not fake, but you know what I mean, the alternative yeah. Twitter. And then you just sort of growing from there. Right. Right. And, you know, I, I follow you on Twitter. So, <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I told him I wasn't pussy free, but he said it didn't matter. Right. And when I joined, I mean, there's thousands of people on this server. And so I could. What do you guys do? Well, in this case, I just went and, and there's all different channels inside it. So I would avoid the. The, you know, the white boy, pussy free white boy memes and, and all that stuff. And they just have, you know, a channel where it was just hot black guys and hot white girls fucking, you know, and gifts and images and links to videos and things like that. And so that's, okay. that was fun. That's where I um, stayed. And of course, you know, I wasn't 
pussy free. So I get people sliding into my DMs trying to convert me. Um, (laughs) It sounds like it's turned into this religious cult. Okay. Uh So now that we're into the Scientology of BDSM, what do they say to you when they slide into your DMs? Well, you know, they uh, say, why are you here if you're not pussy free? You know, you really are. And they'd send me memes and things like that. So are these men or women? Men. Uh, How do you know? Well, I'm taking their word for it. Interesting. (laughs) Um, At least at this stage. But none of that, you know, none of that had any effect. It it didn't. It didn't work because I wasn't pussy free. But um, there was one guy who was. Were they very angry nice. with you for being in there and you're not pussy free? Like, did they they seem some, pissy? Some, some did. I mean, no Ooh. different than. Do so you have militant pussy free white boy? <laughs> this is very I'm interesting. Kidding. Seriously, I I would say maybe more protective is of a what? is a word. Of someone taking of, away their pussies? Of their group. They're already gone. <laughs> right. Their community, I guess. Oh, their community. Okay. So they, they want their little they want their little community. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So there was one uh, guy who was always really nice just in the group chats, you know, would ask how people were. And, I, mm-hmm. you know, somebody said, the day before that they were sick, he remembered to ask um, how they were doing. And I chatted with him a little bit. And then he came into my DM. And rather than trying to convince me that I'm pussy free, he just sends me an image and asks me how it makes me feel. Um, and I remember the image it was it was a gif mm-hmm. um most of these things are gifts because they're easy um it was a really fit well hung black guy standing up and he was holding a white girl in his arms and fucking her okay uh, you can you know, am i making that kind of visual kind of clear um And he asked me how it made me feel, and I said to him that it made me feel uh, inadequate, but that I think it was supposed to elicit that response. Right. Okay. So you were Uh, honest. It's like, okay, yeah, but I think that's what I'm supposed to feel. Right. Yeah, and I also said it was, you know, it was hot imagery anyway. Um, But he said... uh, and I think this is his own little system because I haven't seen it anywhere else, but he told me that inadequacy was one of the five eyes of being a pussy-free white boy. And I, I kind of remember some of them, right? Like, I was just going to say, so what are, what are the five eyes? I don't, I don't remember them all, but they're like incompetence, inadequacy, um, intimidation and like impotence you get the idea right Right. um and that was i kind of laughed that off and then he sent me he asked me if he could send another and i said sure 
and he sent me an image and it was sort of a, you know point of view from the guy who is fucking uh, doggy style and it was a white girl with a really big ass and you know this big this guy had his big dick and he was sliding it in slowly in and out and you know he wanted to know <laughs> what that made me feel like and i told him you know well i think i feel a little you know unequipped for that i don't think you know i, I don't think that like with her ass i could get my cock in there even like more than an inch in comparison so he started showing me more and then by the fifth or sixth he asked me to go find images i liked on the server and share it with him and i did and he didn't ask me like why they made me feel any way or any of that he would just describe as a pussy free white boy what my images made him feel and we'd he'd send me images and we'd alternate which was fun right there's nothing crazy about that he wasn't trying to be like you know hey no like he's not being a rah-rah cheerleader he's just kind of slowly exposing you to this stuff he's <laughs> these guys are good just very you know just kind of sliding it in oh what do you think of this and this is what i think of it and about 30 minutes or so into this uh he asked me if i'm jerking off and i said i was because you know <laughs> but you're looking at these images yeah yeah and he said he was too and then that meant we were having white boy sex together Okay, so white boy sex is two white boys jerking off together over it, these images. Traditionally, it's only one white boy jerking to um, interracial porn or, or white boy humiliation, but it can be more than one. But when you go and you, you, you go and see the videos, it's usually one white boy doing it and sharing that imagery so that kind of hit me a little you know that i hadn't thought of this like that before and i, I know because he knew i was jerking off he got more direct and started sending more Explicit. images that were more white boy oriented like memes and and i i would send him stuff and try to keep up but it was, you know, he got me to start talking about it, started getting me to kind of admit some feelings of maybe intimidation and, and not being up to snuff, right? It got to a point where I, there was so much emotional buildup that I told him I was feeling overwhelmed. And he said, white boys get easily overwhelmed by sex. He, um, he asked me then if uh, he, I wanted him to stop sending images. And I realized at that moment that I had been kind of 
waiting, hanging on for the hopes of another image to come in, right? Like, I was excited about it, and I didn't know what it was going to be. Was it going to be, you know, a, a big black cock fucking a, a, you know, someone's wife while the husband watches, or was it going to be an orgy? Was it going to be, you know, a white boy in chastity, this kind of stuff? And so I told him, no, I didn't want him to stop. So he he kept sending me images and I stopped sending them back and I just got so worked up that at a certain point I was desperate uh, to come and I I asked his permission to come and he said only betas ask permission and I don't know why I asked I mean it, I don't know it felt like, you know, he'd done all this work, uh, you know, he'd been guiding me, I guess. It, it made sense. But he said I could, that I could come, but I had to do something for him. He said I had to thank him for converting me and then tell him that I was uh, a pussy-free white boy. Thanked him for his guidance, you know, for his patience, and thanked him for converting me, and then I told him I was a, a pussy-free white boy, and uh, I uh, I came, and it was probably the most powerful orgasm I'd had in 20 years. After that, I felt humiliated and ashamed and embarrassed, and, you know, I he came too, which was great but i left uh, the discord server for a few days which i gather is kind of common behavior that's a lot to unpack <laughs> you, know, you know my dilemma right it's like first of all the way this person did this is very cult grooming very cult grooming it's just textbook so that i find very fascinating number one number two this wasn't what you were really into or was it this is where it gets kind of interesting to me is this and this is the big question that everyone keeps asking is this something that is innate that is a part of who you are or did you not know it was like, it, there's so many different levels of what this could be. Do you think it's genetic? Do you think it's, what do you think changed your mind? Cause this wasn't even on your radar. No, it wasn't. Um, and you know, the, the thing was, it was a real slow buildup. This took, you know, an hour and a half. So I wasn't immediately. An hour and a half is not a slow buildup. An hour and but, a half is lightning speed. When you consider it normally takes a lot longer to break through to someone than that amount of time. That is unbelievable. Uh, I, I see what you mean. What I meant was it was a slow buildup to the 
orgasm. So I wasn't surprised that I had a powerful orgasm or that I found it fun, kind of chalked it off to taboo. I was just going to say, like, wouldn't it, wouldn't you have felt that it was just more like an edging experience? You know, no big deal. Just kind of gooning for a little while. No, you know, whatever. Yeah, Why I, were you ashamed of it? Um, just, it's not like I, you know, jerked off with other guys and it, it, nothing, nothing wrong with that. I'm not. Yeah, but you didn't. He wasn't there. You weren't even on cam. He was just talking to you for all you knew. He was doing dishes. He may not have been jerking off. It felt a little bit like a, a betrayal of trust with my wife and then also mm -hmm. just going along with all of the, you know, statements of inadequacy and intimidation. How did it feel like, like you were betraying your wife when she has told you point blank that this is something you're allowed to do? I guess because the orgasm was so strong, like so the stronger. the pleasure was so much. See how we're wired? We're not mm -hmm. allowed to be happy. We're not allowed to have pleasure. Oh my god, if we have pleasure, it's got to be something wrong. Oh my god, we're all gonna die. So wow, so you experience intense pleasure, and the first thing you feel is guilt. That is so not right. Okay, putting that to one side, do you consider yourself? now to be and then i kind of walk that back i wouldn't say pussy free but is this now your preferred method of porn uh yes uh it's my only method of porn or such a genre i guess your own genre of porn so do you find that the more you watch it, the less you want to have sex with your wife even more than before? Because, I mean, you wanted to fuck her. She just didn't feel like fucking, right? Yes. The more I do it. So I guess I after that, I, I left the Discord server for three days. But huh, <laughs> I, I found pussy-free porn on Twitter and, and masturbated to that. Right. And all the what's really weird is that all the humiliation and embarrassment that was seen as a negative kind of started to fuel uh, the desire to to go back. I had I, the orgasms when I was just jerking it to pussy free porn was were better than orgasms i did why oh god that's that's the question isn't it um my headspace i you know the more i did it the more i started to internalize feelings of inadequacy and feelings of being like emotionally and sexually unequipped for for fucking and it was a relief which was kind of odd um, no that has happened in the cuckold community i know exactly where you're sitting when 
you take away the pressure because as I've said a million times, guys, we live in a Puritan society, whether you want to agree with that or not, it's a fact. And as such, we raise all of our poor young men to be alpha males, whether they want to be or not, which puts you in a psychological position of this is where the shame and stuff comes from. And what's interesting about this dynamic is you find this in cuckolding all the time. When you remove the pressure of someone who sucks in bed, uh, when we take that away from them and we go, you don't have to do this anymore. You don't have to pretend to be that guy. You now can just sit over there and relax. It, they just go, oh, thank God. This is like, because it, 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 it's like, I've always used this analogy. It's a dog trying to be a cat, a cat trying to be a dog. You guys aren't that guy. So, but we keep putting pressure on you to be that guy. And I think that's part of why these sexual, the sexual issues come up in a lot of these marriages is that she's not satisfied. She's not going to say she's not satisfied. In a lot of cases, she doesn't even know. A lot of cases, she's just like, oh, well, I hear this is what happens in every marriage and the sex just goes for shit. And then they just kind of let it go. Because for women, it's very easy to shelve their sex lives. I don't know why, it just is. It's also very easy to reignite them too. But that's what women will do. So if the sex was lackluster, it's very easy for a woman to go, oh, fuck it, I can't be bothered. So I can understand why you would feel like, okay, this is great. As I don't have to have the pressure of, you know, trying to be something that I'm not. So I can see where that comes from. Sound about right? Yeah, it, it does. I, um, you know, I eventually went back to the Discord server and this is, this is literally two weeks ago, right? And since then I've, I've had, uh, you know, white boy sex with other pussy free white boys about eight or nine times. And the stuff we talk about is a lot like that. You know, we're sending each other images of, of, uh, of a black guy with a huge cock and a woman riding it and enjoying it so much. And then like coming to realizations and sharing them that like, I've never made my wife come from fucking and, you know, never had her had a bigger orgasm than she gets with her toy. So, you know, these build up and each one of these orgasms are just um, like eight of the 20 best orgasms of my life. And then there's this sort of, you know, natural sense or like relief at the end of it, a sense of like, this is, this is what it's supposed to be for me right which just feeds the desire to keep doing it you know it's like i'm worried that pussy free orgasm would be so strong i couldn't deny there was something behind it so that just built up of course to having a really strong pussy free orgasm that meant i couldn't deny there was something to it you're an educated guy, as we said. You're a very well-educated man. 
do you really believe all this? I I don't believe like you know I don't I feel kind of uncomfortable with the the black male white female part of it again I think that's just athletes at their prime but I do believe partially I mean I feel you know, I started to internalize all of these, I guess, you know, the, the five eyes, if you will. And, you know, the, the idea that I'm not really emotionally and physically equipped to be inside a woman is, is kind of, this is where it's really hard. This is why I, fell down this rabbit hole because that makes sense to me at least emotionally like like you should not be inside of a woman because you aren't that guy you aren't the guy that's on the screen <laughs> this is why uh, i love talking to uh, pussy free white boys with big dicks um yeah, let's let's get into that because there are pussy free white boys. Everybody goes, oh, one submissive guys in this position are stupid. They are, you know, uneducated. They have they all work in fast food. They're all asking, would you like fries with that? Just it, they just have this preconceived geekoid sort of not even geek because they think they're stupid just this preconceived notion that they're morons and that's, and, and they all have teeny weeny tiny little dicks and that's not true. Right. Right. And seeing a, a, a white boy who's well hung, but goes pussy free anyway, it just really drives home that, you know, the whole emotionally unequipped for being inside a woman. And, and when I, come to that it's this uh, you know this is this is i don't know this is just there's all kinds of stuff going through my head that isn't really fair because it's at the moment of you know impact i guess is the way of putting it but that i feel like this is natural and the orgasms feel like this is how I'm supposed to do it. And it's been since, since then it's been all um, the only kind of orgasms I have. Have you had sex with your wife since all this started? No. Do you think you could? I think I could please her. I, I think that, I might go soft if I got near her pussy. So I'm going to come at this from another aspect and we'll see how you do. You have made the decision to not have sex with your wife and you have made the decision to be this pussy free white boy without going to your wife, without telling her all of your thoughts, without bringing her into this at all. Yeah. You have made the decision that she is no longer going to get sex from you. Not 
that you're standing there withholding it, but that now you have psychologically made yourself into a pussy free white boy. You literally have, and you can now not perform. Therefore the decision has been made for her. What does that leave for her? Well, I'm going to try and, you know, dial back from this a bit and see how that goes. Um, So you've had the greatest high of your life. You've had the best orgasms you've ever had in your life. You just said the best eight orgasms out of your life. And you think you're going to put that on a shelf? Not put it on a shelf, but dial it back. Like part of me can enjoy this, but part of me, you know, should be taking care of her. And if I, you know, maybe that's not, you know, being inside her, but, you know, pleasing her. And Do you think you're doing women a favor by pulling yourselves off the market? Um sort yeah in a is that like is that part of the indoctrination if you will is that like you know you're doing the world a service by now no longer having sex with women i definitely but i think that's more for younger pussy free white boys right who may not be in a relationship i've uh you know i've i've thought about it and if i can't dialed this back being you know honest with her and seeing if she would like to open it on her side open the marriage because you know it i'm i'm aware that it it is unfair has she ever voiced wanting to bring anyone else into the relationship no so she's not going to want to now yeah, probably not. So I now what do you do? I don't know, Sue. I don't, I mean, I. You got to think about this. though, so because whenever you're discussing this, this is the point. You guys make these decisions thinking it's all about you because it's very misogynistic. Whether you guys want to agree with that or not, this is the most misogynistic thing I've ever seen. That's fair. I this is misogyny at its finest. This is using women as nothing but props for your enjoyment on both sides, on the sides of the black males and on the sides of you guys. This completely erases women. Well done. You guys should be proud of yourselves. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty ashamed of that. No, you're not. Come on, Stephen, at least be honest. You're not ashamed of it. It feels too good to be ashamed of it, right? Well, it can feel really good and still be something that hurts her. I know that. It's, you know. But what's more important, the feel good or the relationship? That's the relationship. I'm hoping it's the relationship. But you're not sure. I still, you know, this is why I reached out to call mm-hmm. you. I'm not 
it's all very new and I'm not sure how to process it. And this is, this helps actually, because, you know, you're putting it in ways I hadn't. No, see how you don't think of anyone else. You guys don't realize that this has a domino effect. That's why that's why I asked the question, do you guys think you're doing us a favor? Because if that's even remotely in that, and you just said it was, wow. So this is what you guys tell yourselves to go to sleep at night. That's good. Okay. We'll just erase women. We will make women nothing but fuck toys. And that is what pisses me off about cuckolding now. The one time women were trying to take something and make it their own, it got bastardized by men again. So when I say understand, we don't care. We don't care if you guys cut us off. One, because most of you don't have much to cut off anyways. So it's not that big of a loss. But when you look at what you're doing in in the grander scheme of things, go right ahead. Because you pussy-free white boys are nothing but old white men in disguise. You're no better than the Supreme Court. You're no better than any of the politicians. You're all the same. Well done. Way to advance things, guys. How much more do you want to do to us? Taking away the ability to have an abortion. And now this is what you think is cool. Wow. Okay. As long as we see what's going on for what it is, that's cool. So, yeah. Now that you've fallen down this rabbit hole, I'm going to give you a little piece of advice, Stephen. Okay. Of all the men, and there are many, that I have worked with, that I have tried to free from, that I have um, done any kind of psychological work, and a lot of it does have to do with deprogramming. Not one has changed. Mm. Not one. And the weird thing is, Every single one of them says this to me, and I and they can't give me a reason. It, it's fascinating to me that this seems to be a thread that runs through you guys, which is, I hate myself for this, but I will never stop. And that's the theme. Once you have been, I call it indoctrinated, because, man, that works now, especially after hearing how this guy worked you. Yep, you're down the rabbit hole now. Now, you're fresh. You're, you're really fresh into this. You could still pull yourself out if you really wanted to. That's the problem. You're getting your dopamine rush. You're getting your fix, because there is no difference in what you're doing and having any kind of an addiction. You are now addicted to this type of masturbation. Here's the problem with that. You need to find something that's just as pleasurable. Good luck with that. 
because you were the one that said best eight orgasms of my life. Which means it was even better than fucking your wife. Ever. Wow. So you're saying I can. You can if you, if you, but I'm saying you'd have to walk away from everything. You would have to cut everything off. You would have to go back to straight porn. As a matter of fact, I would say pull back from porn. Porn every day is short circuiting your brain. Sorry guys, but it's a fact. You're short circuiting yourselves. You're making it impossible to have sex with real women. On many, many levels, physically, emotionally, and mentally. You will not be able to connect with women. And you're already noticing that. Mm -hmm. So that's not entirely the white boy pussy free movement bullshit. That's porn watching, period. So you would need to pull back from every day to maybe three times a week, straight porn only. And I don't think you can. Because if it were that easy, if addictions were that easy to fix, none of us would have them. And you may not be at that point where, oh, you know, I hate myself, but I'm going to keep fucking doing this forever. You may not be there. So I'm saying you still can pull yourself back from that, but you're damn close. You're skating along that edge. Yeah, I think you're right. And the problem with that is once you're off of that edge, you can't get back. So picture yourself dangling from a knife and you're dangling from it blade up. The more you pull on that, the more you're cutting your hands. You can't get back. But you're saying like, I can if I... If you pull yourself now, you're only a month into this. You could still do it. If you pull yourself away from this, 100%, don't go back to it, don't look at it, dump the Twitters, dump the Discord, dump it all. You could still pull this off. Okay. I. Uh, but that's I, a hard thing to do. That's like going saying to a heroin addict, well, you'd be fine, just stop doing it. Okay. You have an eating disorder? Oh, just stop it. Stop overeating, stop undereating. What's your problem? If it were that simple, we'd all be cured too. But you, you've made me see it in a light that I didn't before. I didn't realize consciously anyway how fucking selfish it was. Well, you'd, but you wouldn't because you're down that hole and addictions are always selfish. I don't care if you're addicted to snorting water. It's always selfish because you're doing it for yourself. Mm -hmm. All addictions are selfish. It just is what it is. And the time, the time now is not to go bad, bad, Steven. Steven's a bad boy, bad. No, that's not how you fix things. Now you're beating yourself up again. What's that going to do? It's going to make you feel like shit, which is going to make you go back to the porn so that you can feel better. You can't beat yourself up over this. You fell down a rabbit hole that everyone is falling down right now. But you're still early enough that you could pull yourself out if you want to. I do. Then knock it off. 
find something else just as pleasurable. That's the problem. That's the reason why you'll notice when people stop smoking, they'll turn to eating. People stop eating, they turn to something else. It's like, you got to find something to fill that up. An addictive personality is an addictive personality, period. All you're doing when you do these 12-step programs or going to rehabs or whatever, they're trying to shift your focus. You can do that by yourself. Trust me, guys, you can. You don't need to pay $1,000 a day for this shit. Find something else to focus on in those times that you would normally be sitting gooning with your little white buddies. And preferably something away from a computer. Get away from those, like, just get away from where you would normally be doing. <laughs> Maybe I'll take up smoking. <sighs> Whatever. Right now, that might be the one thing that saves your relationship, if you want to save it. And that's a fair question. I mean, it doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make anybody a bad person. It makes you sit down and reevaluate everything. Maybe this isn't the way you want to live your life. Maybe you don't want to be married anymore. Maybe you want to be single so that you can goon all day long. That's up to you. And there's nothing wrong with that. But know that this continued, oh, well, I'm just not going to have sex. Your kids are going to grow up. They're going to go away. And then it's just the two of you and you got nothing. You repair this now or you're going to have less than nothing when that happens. So tell me how, why does, like, I want to repair it. But I want to know why these feelings of inadequacy and, and uh, you know, failure and things like that are so appealing. That is the chicken and egg question. I wish I had an answer to that. If I had an answer to that, we could fix a lot of shit. I think it's human nature. Part of it is human nature. We, we want to go to the nth degree with everything. Um, again, like I'm saying, is it genetic? Is it white guilt? Is it, there's so many different reasons that could be feeding this that to say, well, why am I doing it? I don't think you're going to get an answer to that. I really don't. Because I think it's also going to be different for every single person. Yeah, I can see that. Like, cause it, it, there's, it's so multi-layered. Well, if you already have feelings of self-loathing and let's face it, very few people on this planet don't have feelings of self-loathing. Now you're tying that into the sexuality of it. A lot of men, a lot of submissives in general, men or women are very into degradation, not healthy guys. It's really not. And you guys, I, I've created audios for that. I know, I get it. I know why it's there. But I'm just saying, when you do it on a continuous basis, it's not healthy for your mind. Because you're not pieces of garbage. You're not. Remember at the beginning when you said, well, you feel this pleasure, and then all of a sudden you feel this intense wave of guilt and shame. Part of it is that. How dare you feel good? Mm-hmm. How dare you actually pursue something that's turning you on? We are such a fucked up society. And all we do, which is another stupid thing, is try and keep up with society. It's insane. Why? So that's why I say, if this is something you enjoy, I will say this to every pussy free white loser boy out there. If this is what you love, God damn it, you go right. I will fight for your right to do it every day. 
But if you're hurting someone else in the process, you got to sit down and rethink this shit. Because what you leave in your wake is a woman, if you're in a relationship, is a woman sitting there going, what the fuck did I do? What did I do? I must have fucked him up somehow because this is how we think. What did I do to make him turn to this? What didn't I do to make him turn to this? This is the problem. And I always tell you guys, don't wait until your kids are grown up. It's too fucking late, man. If you want to cut your woman loose, cut her loose now. Let her find the life she wants. I don't, I don't want to cut her loose. I want to do better. Then fight for her. Fight for your relationship. And stop being a fucking little bitch. Yeah. That's really all it boils down to. Everyone goes, oh, there's got to be these big, long, complex, you know, processes. No. Make the decision and knock it off. Everything starts with a decision. You just got to reach your breaking point. And that's why I say I don't think you can pull it off because it feels too good with what you're doing. I hope you can. I want you to. I would rather see you pour this amount of energy into your relationship than into jerking off with a bunch of losers in a fucking Discord chat. It's pretty time-wasting, too, and we don't have a lot of time on this planet. I'd like to see you guys putting a little bit more into yourselves than that. This is where it kind of caught me off guard because I work really hard. I go to the gym. You know, I just because we don't have sex doesn't mean that we don't make time for each other and talk and communicate and all this sort of stuff. Um, so, you know, there have been times recently before this, before the start last month, where, you know, I wanted to be intimate with her and she's been you know not tonight just because like you said life gets into it i'm not reading anything into that um and i'm always checking in with her and so this just this whole i didn't think of it as selfish but you you shined a light on that it is it's completely fucking selfish of me and that really caught me off guard like this did. I didn't expect to connect to something that was, you know, the connecting my brain to my dick like it did, which is, I think, why. But think about it. It's a pleasure. It's, it's, a, it's a pleasure loop. That's what gets things to work. That's how you, it's a reward system. It's a dog training system. It's whatever you want to throw in there as a metaphor. That's what it is. So what they're doing is they're rewarding you with, oh, that's really good. Look, you jerked off to this. Ah, oh, you are definitely one of us. Yeah. Think about that. It is no different than how people like the KKK and Proud Boys recruit. Mm -hmm. It's no different than, you know, any of these religious places. That's how they recruit. It's all, look what we're giving you. We're giving you family, camaraderie. We're giving you understanding. 
and we're giving you pleasure. Fuck. Can't get any better than that. But you're also being played. Yeah. Well, it's true. I, I, I don't know what to say at this point. So, um, what would you what would you warn other guys? These guys are going to be listening to this, and they, this is this is this is the stuff that is like that that is the probably the biggest problem. Men are going to listen to this, and they're going to go, "Fuck, that's great. That's for me." Yeah, they're gonna. Think what so. would you say to them? I I don't know because they're they're gonna think it's hot, right? Um, mm -hmm. If I say something like, "Hey, it could happen to you. It could happen really fast. It could um, you'll get converted, right?" That's just feeding into you know. It's like, ooh, I guess you know if you're. But you will. <laughs> it's just a fact. You're going to get converted by somebody. It may not be the same guy that converted you, but they're all out there converting. Now, why? I don't know, because I don't know what the point, the end game is. What's the end game? Most religions, it's money, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's, uh, there's a lot of, there's a, I mean, there's a lot of them out there. And I, I would say that, like, you know, you don't, I, I I have a lot of thinking to do about myself because before this, I thought I was an alpha, right? And, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff I need to do, but I also need to look into what this says about me and what I like, right? Or so, are you and what you think about you? Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm not so good with that kind of stuff. So I a lot of work might have to call you a couple of times. That's what I'm there for. Um but I, I I would tell them that like I didn't think of it the way you told me it is, and I didn't think of her at all. I didn't have to before when it was just regular porn because when we wanted to have sex, we had You sex. were okay. So if you're in a relationship, that's, I mean, that's all I can speak to. I don't know what, you know, I saw what, what a lot of single 20-somethings who go pussy free look like. If you're in a relationship, I would say just think long and hard about if it feels good what are you going to have to deal with after because this this is gonna suck is it that's the problem you've just told them all that this is the best orgasm of their life this is where the, this is the problem is yes, the best orgasm of your life, but at what cost? Well, for some people, they don't care. I, I mean, you said. Yeah, I have like with, with our notes here, 
you said that they are very strong, that the orgasms are very strong. You said here that they combine a physical aspect of slow buildup with the emotional release of not having to be a man and live up to alpha male standards. And you also say, this is something that's very interesting too, is it's more about unfair or unearned power that white boys have. Yet at the same time, you tell me that this is not specifically for white men. This is not just a white boy thing. It's white boy has become like a catch-all phrase. Yeah, for, for unearned privilege, right? There were plenty of white boys who weren't white. Okay, so you have, you have all races in these groups. You, that's another thing. So we're not just making it white boy. White boy has just become, like I said, the catch-all phrase for everybody. Yeah. But you said that, the, that these guys are recording themselves. Yeah. Is that what you do? You, re, you, you record yourself jerking off to BBC videos. But why? Um, so that's like white boy sex is, is jerking off to BBC videos or mm -hmm. white boy humiliation videos and um, sharing it. There's like Reddit groups there's shared oh, okay. it, shared it they shared it in um discord had its own section for that and you know a lot of times they'd be in chastity or or wearing stockings and stuff like that yeah you said that's called an add-on well i just what i called oh okay i thought yes. they called them add-ons no no there's so you don't have to wear lingerie but some of them do yeah, and, and for some it's because they're femboys, right? Um, and some it's like you're not a man, so show like a... Well, so there you go, once again. Okay, I'm pulling back on this, guys. I'm going to shout it out as soon as I hear it. So if you're not a real man then you act like a woman who's just a loser if you dress up like a woman oh that makes you a loser i don't think it's the woman is a loser in that regard i think man putting on women's clothes is a way of showing he's he's what typical alpha so okay. but who knows you know this you're you're talking like it's really thought out in people. And it's not. No, I know. No. There's nothing thought out about it. And you said they have recruitment videos. <laughs> like, seriously, understand. Recruitment video? You do, not, do you understand that this is stinking of cult activity? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I guess. So what is white boy cock hero? Good Lord. Ugh. I'm going to get in trouble for this one. <laughs> it's not, you didn't make it. I just, I'm dying to know what this is. White it's, boy cock here. Okay. What makes you guys heroes? Oh no, it's, it's cock hero, like guitar hero. It's a game on, you know, it's a video and you're supposed to play it like you play guitar hero, which is that like, it's going to be a bunch of imagery of, um, you know, black guys and white women put up against imagery sometimes of like femboys or or white boy sex and it comes with a beat 
and you're supposed to either stroke to that beat or you know, slap your balls to that beat if you're in chastity and try to make it all the way through the song without uh, coming. Okay. And people share their results. Oh, isn't that cute? Yeah. You guys share your results. What's the result? Just a bunch of genetic goo in your hand? The, yeah. Gross. Yeah, well. <laughs> I will never understand why men think their cum is some sort of prize. Ugh. Whatever. Okay. That's interesting. Hmm. Okay. Well, so you would say to think long and hard before, if you are in a relationship before you go anywhere near this, and we all know that that's not going to happen. What if they're already down the rabbit hole? What would you tell them? Um, you're not going to be able to do this half fast. There is no, I'll just have pussy. Oh, sure. I can, Steven. I'm stronger than you are. I can do anything. I, you can just, you know, dabble in this, do it once or twice a week, maybe, maybe even a couple times a month. Right. No, you can't do pussy free thoughts on Wednesday and alpha thoughts on Thursday. It's, it's, um, you know, with me, it became the thing. And I haven't, you know, I haven't jerked off to anything, but, and that was, this all started a month ago. So. Yeah, but so what? I mean, so you're jerking off, not a big deal. I mean, everybody jerks off. Yeah, but this is jerking off to the idea that you're not going to be a partner. Not in that sense. And I didn't see it this way, but you're. Do you want to know what I find really cute in, in part of your notes? You wrote here that coming together is rewarding. Do you know what? Did you know that you can actually do that with your wife? <gasps> what a thought. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're being played. And do you want to know who you guys are being played by the most? All the black guys. Because they know what you're doing. And they want you to do it. They want to watch you guys destroy your lives. So you're being played. And you love every minute of being played. Way to go. Yeah, that's a big part of it. Yep. Hence the word destruction. They don't have to put a gun to your head. They can destroy you in other ways that are way worse than having a fucking cap popped in your ass because at least then you get to die the way they destroy you now <laughs> you're gonna wish you were dead so steven thank you so much for doing the show with me thank you um i just want to say that like uh Originally, I, I called you to get to talk about it and have you validate all these things that I was feeling, right? And you, you turned that on my head. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate that. Well, you're very welcome, Stephen. It's what I do. It's just calling out the absurdities, that's all. But thank you for sharing your story and good luck. Thank you. 
I'm gonna need it. I've had some time to not only think about what this all means, but to speak with many men who have not only joined this group, but men who know about it, serve black kings, and think it's ridiculous. I happen to believe, as I'm sure you heard, that it is utter self-serving garbage. These men are making decisions with the sex lives of their spouses and partners without consultation of the partner. They're wanking like a bunch of trained monkeys for no one's benefit but their own, and the black men who are grinding the organ as they dance. What they fail to see is this. The women in these videos they watch, and the gifs and the clips, are being annihilated by cock, not just fucked. That in turn makes it okay in these white boys' minds for women to be treated that way. Not only is it okay, but it's a turn-on. Yeah, look at that big black cock, take that bitch. And I can guarantee you that these mindless morons couldn't pick one of those women out of a lineup. Why? Because it's the cock they're focused on. The women, once again, are incidental. Now, let's add to the fact that this beloved black New World Order you all constantly spit about completely eliminates black women. There is only white women, white men, and black men. Nice. So, clearly, your idea of utopia only includes black men. So, white women are just there to be fucked so that you can jerk off to it because you can't fuck that way, and black women don't exist at all. Somehow, you putrid, pale pinheads even have the nerve to think you're doing a service to the world by doing this. So your dick-pulling is now divine in some way. You are serving humanity by wanking and pulling your dicks off the market. Now, okay, understand this. I don't, and I'm sure many other women, give a flying fuck if you fuck another woman again in your life, provided you aren't fucking over your own wife. But if you think for one minute that you are somehow woke because you're jerking in Discord groups and sucking the occasional black cock, unbelievable. That has to be one of the all-time white privilege moves ever. And for those of you fetuses out there who have asked a girl or two out and got shot down, so you're not going to fuck another female because it's just Gary, you're the ones who are the stupidest of all. But I can actually give you a bit of a break because your brains haven't finished forming yet. Getting shot down is part of fucking life. Your parents may have given you ribbons for participating and not kept score, but the world does. The world is filled with competition. Deal with it. But taking yourself off the market because Sally said no to going to the prom? Are you fucking kidding me right now? Then thinking that you're divine in some way for doing that? This is a new all-time low level of fuckery, in my opinion. It's misogynistic, egotistical, privileged, entitled bullshit. And trust and believe, it's not because we want you back on the market, because 
were dying for your little shrimpy white dicks, nay, nay. You're good in that department. Just stop this bullshit about you being woke as fuck, because you're not. You're just a bunch of whiny white and clearly non-white males who are still trying to make things your way. Not by uplifting. No, 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 no. By pulling on your dicks. Mm -hmm. All men, doesn't matter what color you are, have fucked up cuckolding, which was supposed to empower women, but she just couldn't handle a woman deciding who she wanted to fuck. When in the end, as this group proves, this group of fucking simps proves, it's always a woman who decides, not a man, unless it's rape. So no matter what you guys do, we still call the shots. Now there's one good thing I see in this. It will keep most of you intensely weak, mindless, fragile, obtuse males away from the rest of us. So you keep getting played by the black guys who started all this. Jerk to your heart's content. But take your fucking docker-clad asses off our necks and don't think for one minute we don't see through your self-serving bullshit. Oh, and trust and believe this, my friends and I. We'll be exploiting the shit out of all of this for our own material gain, because you all deserve it. So, here are your new five eyes of being a pussy-free white boy. Idiocy. Insanity. Imbecilic. Irresponsibility. And indulgent. If it was up to me, every last one of you would be in chastity and owned by an ebony goddess who knows how to keep male losers in line. Now that is the Black New World Order, bitches. Thanks for listening. Remember to join my Patreon, Patreon backslash Dr. Sue, D-R-S-U-E, super easy, to be the first to hear not just the latest in-bed shows, but patrons are getting exclusive shows, including one coming up on why you don't want to go low in front of your wife, including sucking cock. And eventually, when I can pin Kevin down and sit on him to record the last of his interviews... You'll be hearing what happened to Kevin from Kevin himself. And those interviews will also be on Patreon. It's just $4.99 a month. And you're going to get retired shows that are now archived on Patreon, can't be found anywhere else. Exclusive femdom fiction not seen anywhere else. Audios not heard anywhere else. And a ton more. So off you go. Go join Patreon backslash Dr. Sue. Be sure to hit up the DrSueReview.com for all my latest articles and audios, including my latest audio, Humiliation Therapy. And visit my friends Nima, the BBC dealer for real white boy pain, Amelia Devine, the queen of sissies, and of course, Domina Chiara, the kinkstress waiting to blackmail you into oblivion. Check them out on all your favorite platforms. Until next time, remember... Be happy, guys. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.